Hello and welcome to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. I'm Danny. I'm Brian. And tonight we chose to do Black Roses. <laughs> <laughs> This movie came out. It's called Black Roses. I, I've seen it before, and I thought, I think it's time for Brian to see yeah. this movie. Yeah, I tell you, man. <laughs> I'm going to age myself. So, yeah, I graduated in 88. So, I got to tell you, this whole thing about the Black Roses brings up a whole slew of like memories. Memories. Yeah. Of going to church and going, all this stuff, man. It was all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> I'm still typing like <laughs> verbatim stuff. <laughs> that was like, okay, man. So the soundtrack is dope. Um, I yep. wish it was on vinyl. You can find the 12 inch single of Black Rose's um, main song. It was put out by Metal Blade Records, which is cool. But the actual soundtrack is not anywhere ever CD or anything. Or you could just. Get some Lizzie Borden in there. Yeah. Hey, you know, we got some good stuff. And but on top of that, though, there were some like in between, though, the music did not. Oh, you're talking about the score. Up. Well, yeah, because you had the music, even with some of the metal. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, seriously, the score felt like we were watching like a 60s family sitcom. Yeah. And then, of course, the hero music comes in. Yeah, like what <laughs> yeah. the hell? All right, so Black Roses is about an 80s metal doom band that is full of demons that play a bunch of shows in your town, but it takes a few shows for them to fully get you to become a demon with them. That's why they play more than one show in your town. That's true. They would have lost me after the first show. I don't know. I would have. I don't know. Going. I know. I would have kept know. going. Especially if they gave me free <laughs> tickets, I would have kept going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the opening is them playing in like i don't know new york or something and they're full-on demon mode and there's this guy watching from the window and enjoying it in a tuxedo which confused me and the police commissioner comes he's like we can shut this down we're gonna shut this down and they open the door and demons come out yep all the fans turn to demons that's what this music does metal music turns you to demons it brian you bad it turns you into demons it is. You know why? That is why Tipper Gore had to put the labels on all your albums, by the way. Just yeah. Fucking Tipper Gore. I know. PMRC, man. Yeah. That's what this whole, there's going to be a lot of references in this because <laughs> I'm telling you, that litter is my, my childhood. Oh, shit. Before we get too far, what are we oh, drinking yeah. tonight? Well, we are drinking two things. We're doing mix tonight. Um, we are doing a small batch handcrafted Traverse City whiskey uh, and it's 43%. And then we're doing um because we're in Michigan. Because we're in Michigan. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Verner's black cherry. The new one ginger. that just yeah, it just came out. Yeah, ginger be ginger ale ish. It's so weird that I don't like Verner's normally, but I like ginger. I like ginger pop and beer and all well, that. Yeah, I mean, but Ver like Verner's is a whole other beast. Yeah, but Verner's ginger ale is amazing. I know. And as a Michigander, I'm supposed to be like, oh, yeah. I have a cold. I'm only going to drink Verner's. That's true. But I just I never got into the Verner's game. All right, let's get back to this movie. <laughs> it's a game, everybody. Yeah, it's a game. So we get introduced <laughs> to some people. We get introduced to Tony, who's kind of like a meathead muscle dude. 
He's got like a pompadour. And an earring. Oh, not the earring. Not yet. Not yet. He wears muscle shirts everywhere. He's got a dad, which we'll discuss later, but not yet. We introduce Julie, who, um, what, I mean, besides what happens to Julie's dad later, like, I don't know much about Julie. Julie's just, uh, no, Julie's like in a family where the mother works. Oh, no, Julie is the one with like the creepy stepdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main Julie. I forgot who the other girl was. We get introduced Janie. later. Yes, Janie. Why all these J names? J, 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 right? But yeah, Julie's family, like her mom works really late. Her stepdad is home and always doing his like, you know, trying to do a step, step, creepy stepdad. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, your mom's never disappointed as he like brushes her face. Yeah. Disgusting. <sighs> yes. Uh, and then we get introduced to our, one of our main characters. Johnny. Johnny, the 35 year old high school student. Yes. <laughs> And it, it really hit me <laughs> in the thing when he was like, hey, man, he said some really wise shit. And you're like, of course he said some wise shit. That's 35 years old. It's like, of course you're wise, which makes that teacher pretty close to the same age. Yeah. As him. So like all the man. students we meet, they look older than high school. Let's be honest. I mean, this was an 80s horror movie. True. But man, Johnny seriously looked like he could have been a dad to all these kids. That's <laughs> true. We get introduced to the teach Emerson, Matt, Matt Emerson. Oh, no, Matt Morehouse. Morehouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Emerson, that he had on the. That's what he was talking about. Walt Whitman, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I wrote down Emerson, but yeah, that was what. Yeah. So Matt Morehouse, who's basically our main character, he's got your typical mustache, mustachio gentleman. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There's yeah. rumors about him sleeping with students, but he's not. There's rumors that he's sleeping with the mayor's daughter, which till later you don't realize is an older woman, thank God. Yeah, right. Maybe she wasn't when they first met. That's true. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We like to give Matt the benefit of the doubt a little bit. That's true. I'll give him the, Yeah, he was a hero of the play, or the, I'm sorry, uh, the, the play. movie. This was a play. Well, there's a couple scenes. Well, for, so after all this stuff happens, we're introducing you. But so they roll up two Lambos, roll into this really quiet town. We're talking so quiet. Not nothing a single car. is happening in this town. There's nothing. And they're just like, yeah, we'll start putting stuff up. And that's when they start. That's when we meet them. Then we kind of roll into our conversation. We get like a montage of the band going around, putting up flyers for yeah. their show. Uh even in the smallest form of a band I've been in, we don't put up our flyers. We have our friends do it. Yeah. That's not true. I did put exactly. up some flyers. <laughs> yeah. This is like a big metal band. They've never played anywhere outside of the studio, man. Nowhere. And they, <laughs> they chose Mill Basin, the town that's never had a rock concert ever, to play their first four concerts. That's true. And you know what I had a feeling of a little bit when, it, when that woman was speaking up about religion? It reminded me of Footloose. I was like, Footloose. Yes. yes. Except you it isn't dancing. It's rock and roll. Rock and roll. And rolling and rocking. Exactly. Which a couple of the characters did yeah. in this. Uh, well, kind of. Could have been better. <laughs> I know. I actually really, I mean, I already knew this movie going into it, but I love this movie. I think it's cheesy as hell. It is. It is cheesy. Like, I give it a thumbs up. Like, that is, I'm not, like, I'm not ragging on it. I am ragging on we it. Do it. it. I, I am mean, ragging hard it's, on it, but. It's bad, but fun, so it's fine to rag on it. It is, because some of the, you're like, what? Although, there's a funny, yeah, about the hair thing. I'm like, 
Oh, oh that's at the end. But still, that was like, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> so we get some more backstory. It looks like Julie's hot for teacher, but teacher is not just not trying to be a good teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Julie and Johnny go out, and that like it's, it's so funny because Johnny and his interactions with his dad, he's like. I want to go to this rock concert. And the dad's like, okay. And he's like, but Julie's going, she got it too. He's like, Mm -mm. I guess that means you can go. No, his dad goes, well, you know, they're talking about this concert. The concert seems really, they seem like it's really bad. He goes, listen, dad, (laughs) Julie's father was okay. He's like, oh, that seems okay. Then you had, okay. And he's like, hmm. Yeah, and you're was, like, dude, like, right? He was a pouty bitch. He was like a, a metally Napoleon Dynamite about everything. Like, yeah, oh, but God, Dad. But it was so crazy. His dad was like indifferent. He's like, yeah, go ahead to the concert. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, dude, we all wish we had parents. Well, I did have parents like that. But like, I'm just saying. <laughs> He constantly acted like his dad was a, a burden. Yeah. His dad did seem to ignore him a little bit, but overall. Well, his dad was like every dad. Look. Yeah. In the 80s. My da- you know what my dad did? My dad sat on the couch and read the paper. And when I came down, I was like, hey, man. He's like, hey, man, how was your day? I was like, it was all right. All right. See you. <laughs> that's, how dad, <laughs> that's the way dad used to be, everybody. So even though Johnny's dad would probably be totally okay with it, Johnny's rebel wants to go out and paint the town yeah. red. He gets <laughs> Julie and we get one of, Oh my gosh. The, describe what's happening in the scene, Brian. Uh, so there's a, okay. Yeah. It's basically West side. Story. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So Johnny's like, I can't believe this. We want he's trying to hit, hit on Julie. And Julie's like, Hey, listen, right now, I don't really want to date anybody. And he's like, all of a sudden he does like these lists kind of like, cascading leaps and spins and then he jumps like singing in the rain yeah, he and spins then, around a light pole and, a few pole, times and then, he, then he comes back he's and he like kind of saunters as drags his feet he goes let's do some damage tonight and you're like <laughs> okay what's going on here right? he goes i want to paint the town red. red and it's apparently very <laughs> literal yeah because he goes and gets a red can of paint and then we cut to Matt, because apparently no one else is walking around this town except for Matt at night. strolling at night and then Julie and Johnny. But Matt's like staring deeply in a storefront window at like a plate painted with a cat on it. Yeah. I mean, I found that plate pretty impressive, too. I probably would stare at it for a little bit. I would not. I feel like he went too far with it. I think he went too far because he's a cat guy. He found it. Perfect. perfect oh no oh, you've been saving that the entire no, time that, okay. that one was off the tongue <laughs> so yeah he's johnny's like i'm gonna paint this on red and he paints like one stripe no he didn't he, even get that far no there was one stripe on the ground well no because he literally opened it and when he opened the lid yeah he spilled but literally it was like oh no and he drops his knife and he must I, say Johnny on it. <laughs> I made I made a loud noise with this can lid in this giant town. And apparently Matt heard me from a block over and is running over. So we got to book it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And But Julie's like, you got to stop it or something. And She's a good kid at first. Yeah. Julie goes down a dark path in this movie. That's what happens when you listen to metal kids. Is, yeah. Don't listen to metal. Yeah. You go from a Julie to a demon Julie in you know no time. Is? Satan. Satan. Yeah and but what's really funny is so matt rolls around the corner which i like he rolls around the corner he picks up this pocket knife i gotta be honest with you i had a pocket knife as a kid you know what never had on it 
my name. It didn't say his name. No, he he's new. Like, hmm, look at this. Yes. And he goes, Matt. Mm-hmm. So the next day, but as he picks up the can, which I have no idea why this is a big thing, but you see, maybe it's a start because after listening to that or coming out of it, uh, like it had started the onslaught of Satan evil happening because he opened the can he left but matt was like hmm, what is this sees like a deep i don't know a shadowy figure well, he sees damien but was we don't damien? know i thought it was a keyboardist <laughs> it could have been you know or the drummer it was mostly a shadowy figure but the long flowing sexy yeah. man hair mm-hmm. was definitely a damien staple and then it went poof yeah, he just disappeared. You know, and he disappeared while Matt was looking, and Matt was not concerned. I gotta be honest, I get out of that town quick. That's another thing that I'm gonna reiterate in this movie is everyone's reaction to everything in this movie is confusingly innocuous. Pl- yeah, like mm-hmm. we'll get into the deaths later, but anytime a parent finds out about a death, they're like, "They, oh no, oh no, okay. oh okay, my my child's dead or my husband's dead." Okay. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Hey, did you hear? Like, did you hear my daughter? Well, we'll get into that one. <laughs> did you hear my daughter? Um, all right. Oh, so, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so after Matt wanders off with the pocket knife, the paint can lights on fire. You know why? Why? Satan. <laughs> or Damon. I don't know. It was Damien. Demon. Six, six, six. Sex, sex, sex. How was that not used at all in this movie? I know, right? <laughs> They didn't have the copyright of it. <laughs> All right, so the, it's time for the first concert. Remember, there's four concerts that are happening in this town. So they already had the first one, and we're going. No, to- we're about to go to the first one. Wow. So we have to talk about the first one. Oh, wow! I know, I know. So they were just being assholes for the sake of being. Assholes. I mean, him being an asshole was opening a paint can and saying he wanted and dancing. That's true. He wasn't an asshole yet. He was just Johnny being Johnny. <laughs> I'm mad at my dad for not noticing me. Well, that shark is a shark. Yeah. <laughs> so the Black Roses are about to play. Oh, we forgot a very important part. Oh. The parent-teacher conference or whatever the fuck that is. Oh, like, yeah. So that really, to me, opened up a whole slew of childhood trauma. <laughs> so it was like a school thing where basically these you know most parents like ah whatever but a good number are like you know that this is evil and you can't do this and people are like look rebellion rebellion it's it's about rebellion which of course always turns out evil <gasps> rebellion is evil i like how the mayor was like listen you listened to chuck you, berry yeah. when you were younger do you remember the beatles remember how little jimmy Steven, johnny, jimmy johnny <laughs> grew his long hair <laughs> That didn't make them evil, right? Yeah. The Beatles. Yeah. Rock and roll is just different. We're like, okay, Mayor, good job. I know. He was like, wow, man. Dropping truth bombs and making parents yeah. feel a little better. Yep. And then he turned out that, man, he should have just closed it down. Yeah, he should have. Because you so, know what? That is what the PMRC wants you to do. <laughs> so we go to the first concert finally, <laughs> and all the parents showed up because they're like, fuck this metal. I want to see what these kids are listening to. Oh, they are worshiping Satan and having unprotected sex inside this gymnasium. Part of that's okay. But I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you. They're doing marijuanas. <laughs> marijuanas. But on that, though, it was really great, though, because 
I have to give credit to Damon and the Black Roses because they're like, hey, they came up with some pop song. And it was like, wow, it's a catchy pop song, man. You're thinking to yourself, look, the kids aren't going crazy. Yeah, man. They, they started with like an easy listening ballad. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like this pop kind of, yeah. it was like kind of like uh, White Snake, right? Yeah. You know, like on a car, whatever, you know. <laughs> so, the parents are like, all right, this is, there's nothing bad going on. These okay. kids are sitting very still and the music is not so bad. Let's take off. We got to get up early. Let's go to a bar. That's what, that's everything they said. And then they just got up and were like, all right, let's go. No, that was a mayor. A mayor was like, hey, uh, Matt, do you want to go get a drink? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy. So the, the parents all leave. The door shut. No, but hold that thought though. I think the mayor was still trying to get Matt hooked up with his daughter Priscilla. Yeah, he was really into this. I know. Concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so Matt though looks over his shoulder, and Matt must be like the guy's look. He's like Walt Whitman. He's like some poetry guy, and he looks and he sees Damon. They meet eye to eye, and he's like like some like bionic eyes. I think they were making love eyes eye. I yeah, they were eye fucking. They were. That's why he read his mind and what he wanted to do to Julie. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, "Okay, okay, I'll leave." Did he ever get his drink? I don't know. (laughs) That's the untold story we'd really (laughs) like to know. Did Matt go get the drink with the mayor? So the door shuts. There's white behind the doors. It's like a slow motion. And then like the lights just go black. Now, before this, the whole band is wearing all white, like almost like too well, big were, of suits. It's like they're wearing trench coats. Like yeah. Like perverts. So the lights go black for just a second and they come back on. They're leather daddies now. You know, because I'll tell you this. Damon was a pervert. He's wearing a giant cod piece. Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah. He even got out of his car wearing the cod piece. That couldn't have been comfortable <laughs> <Yeah>. driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the costume change is intense. Lead singer. Oh, I'll get to that. So, yeah, they're playing. You can kind of see the kids are like really oh, into it. And like throws a black rose to Julie. Yeah, he does. One single black rose. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, my God, yeah. So that's that's the first concert. We don't yeah. see too much, like, damage done yet. Except for the next day in Matt's class, these kids are apathetic and tired or you something. You know why? Rock, Rock and, roll. and roll made them zombies. <gasps> oh, my Turn gosh. towards evil. As someone who has partaken in the rock and roll lifestyle once in a while, I can that is say <laughs> it is demonic. I'll tell you this. As a child who was made to go to Christian school as a child, I heard that many, many times. It was just reiterated. Unless you listen to Striper. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Even Even, Striper. No, Striper. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Striper was like a a gateway drug into rock and roll. No, they I had a teacher (laughs) literally look at me with Night Ranger one time ago. Hey, why you why do you have me holding this? I go, it's this Night Ranger sister Christian. You know what I'm saying? He goes, no, this is evil. You know, I'm going to go to hell. And I was like, uh, for holding it. What was it? A CD? No, it was a record. Oh, my God, dude. It was a record. I was a child. I was, <laughs> I was, a, mere I was ch- a child. It was, I was a, a vital I was a record. child. I was trying to be indoctrinated at like 13, 12, 13. Oh, dang. Yeah. Then metal saved your life. It did. I mean, <laughs> the first time I heard Van Halen's number one, well, I sticks was great. But the first time I was in Christian, I was in his class real quick. 
And the teacher puts on, we're going to listen to this Satan music because I want you to be prepared. And you hear that opening riff to running with the devil, right? And everybody, every kid's foot was stamping to it. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I want some rock and roll. <laughs> so I went to like, I hit rock and roll. Then, you know, I was Judas Priest. And then Iron rock and Maiden. roll hit you. It, no, it didn't embrace me. It was like, hails you, like a warm blanket. It cuddled you. It, you suckled at the nipple mm, of rock and roll. I did. The four, four of them because it is a jackal. <laughs> Six of them. I don't know. Whatever jackal has. And I'll tell you, I haven't turned back. We're talking rock and roll, baby. Slayer. <laughs> so... Teacher Matt's pissed off. My oh, yeah, kids yeah. don't seem to care about poetry anymore. I'm so, angry. And he goes to the principal. Principal's like, just go talk to this guy. I know, but so surprise, surprise, and not being in- interested in poetry. Okay. Yeah. Walt Whitman. I swear to God, Snorefest. For for a town full of like kind of it's supposed to be prudes, everyone he talked to was very like. Dude, they're kids. Yeah, that's right, right? Let them, <laughs> let them like rebel a little bit. They're, Come on. So first time they're right, because that's what the principal's like. And he's like, go talk to Damien. You'll see he's a cool guy. This was the creepiest part of the movie to me. Because we go, and Damien, one, has short hair. But the most nightmarish thing about this is Damien is walking around during band practice drinking a tall glass of white milk. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, that's all he had. He was holding a white, like a glass of milk. Purity of any. Blood. Any adult that just walks around drinking milk is a fucking monster. <laughs> Not even with like a meal or cookies, just drinking white milk. I got to say this then. I'm going to add this in here. And Chocolate you- milk's fine. Oh, no. Strawberry milk's fine. You need to see the uh, Mad TV episode with Will Sasso doing uh, um, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> where, he drink- milk. where he drinks milk. <laughs> Just can't be it with oh. goat milk. Sorry, I just brought that up. Maybe I saw uh, it today. I was out. Oh, it's funny because I have nothing against milk. I'll have milk with cookies. Or have, for some reason on Thanksgiving, I feel like milk tastes good with everything you're eating at the table. Maybe it's like that that warm embrace of like childhood memories of comfort food. Yeah. I went to boot I'm a bougie bitch now. I uh I went to uh I uh I drink oat milk or uh Almond milk. Oh my God. I, well, I still eat cheese, but I tell you, I've, what I found was personally, after drinking too much milk, it does not agree with me anymore. No, I agree. No, I just, I just don't feel. Agree. I don't like. I just don't feel good. I feel like as I'm getting getting older, I am becoming lactose intolerant, which is a bummer. I love ice cream. I can't tell you. I do too. I even had to switch to almond ice cream. Who the hell does that? that? They do. That's a nightmare more than black roses. Almond yeah. ice cream. However, anyway, I, I do like silk <laughs> when it comes to cereal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, you're right. Silk is a very good. I think it captures the flavor of the cereal. Well, you know what? I like the, the almond. What I do is I take the all like uh, vanilla unsweetened, and then I put one like uh, thing of uh, sweetener in it in my cereal, and it's just perfect. This has been Milk Talk with <laughs> bourbon and blood. Yes. <laughs> but seriously, uh, seriously, that's the most demon thing he does is walk around with a tall glass of milk. You know why? I'll tell you why. How many times did Satan kill anyone in the Bible? None. He just tempted people like he did all these people. It's and true. He was, and he was tempting you with milk. But like... <laughs> Also, you're a band practice. That's milk true. makes you phlegmy. That is true. He, well, and he, he's the lead singer. Look, 
you were looking at the milk. I was looking at his hair. Oh, yeah, the hair was shorter. Because, it was weird. Yeah, because he had long hair in one scene, and then he's all. I was like, "Do you find out later why?" But we'll yeah, get to that's that. That's true. <laughs> but I just thought, man, he's a demon. And he can grow his hair. All right, nice. <laughs> Don't we all want to be demons over yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. All right, so we go back to our boy uh, Tony. Oh, this is a fun scene. So Tony's at home. Oh yeah, and he's like lifting weights and listening to Black Roses on the record. And his dad comes in. Do you remember? Did you look up who his dad was? Uh, I know who's. I know who is. Uh, you know the actor's so name. So his his dad and this is Big Pussy from uh, Sopranos. That doesn't help me. I was hoping for the name. I, I remember him from yeah. like my yeah. cousin Vinny. Or look, something. but nobody remembers this dude. His actor's name. He, it's some Italian name, of course. But in Sopranos, is Big Pussy. Okay. Every, yeah. So I'm saying this guy is like. Looks at his son and goes, what? What kind of music is this? Why you got an earring in your ear? And says some very derogatory, you know, statements. Yeah, but also he still wasn't that bad. Well, I know it was the 80s, though. Trust me. That's what fathers did. They said derogatory shit all the time. They he just- said, what did he say? There's only two types of people that have an earring in their ear. Pirates, Pirates and gay yeah. people. And he goes, he goes I, I don't, don't see a boat parked in the... Yeah. Wow, 80s dad. Wow. wow. But he didn't use the G where he used the F. Because he I made didn't him want to go that far. I know, <laughs> but you have to know the context of like, he's all, yeah. But then he's like, I'm going to turn this. He goes, what is this music? He kicks Tony he's out. Like, he sits down, turns off the music, and pulls up his paper. Okay. And turns off the music, and the music comes back on. <gasps> and you're like, what? And he gets back up, turns, turns the music on. off, goes back to his paper. And then Bubba comes back on. Oh, my God. But this time, it's bubbling. Yeah. And spinning. So he goes over to the record player, and as someone that collects vinyl, we both collect vinyl, to see a record that damaged really hard. Like, and you know what I'd be worried about? The needle. What yeah. the hell? And I, I mean, I'm like, is it too hot in here? Do I... <laughs> This, this record's got to be worth some money. That's true. You know, they don't get to play very often. So that probably some like rare. So he like pokes it and then he's got weird slime on his hand. And then he looks up at the speaker and the speaker looks like something out of a JR. Uh, Who's the guy that did like all the tool artwork? Oh, no. Uh, I think it, was gonna, it looked a lot like uh, the guy who did um, uh, Cronenberg. I think oh, like, maybe, like, yeah. naked, like whoever did Naked, uh, naked Lunch um basic or like the three arm guy like but yeah it like was like oh video drum yes, yes it was very pulsing and and this thing comes out of it and it was like a little spider spider thing no it was like a spider dog but it was attached to a giant vacuum cleaner hose and this guy was trying to fight it and uh and, uh I, I, I don't want to judge anyone's movie making skills, but the cinematographer at this part, there's one scene where the scorpion speaker monster thing is like pulling him back. <laughs> and there is like a uncomfortably long scene of just his belly being dragged. Like you don't see any monsters yeah. or any faces. It's just like our soprano dude in a white t-shirt and his belly like being dragged. <laughs> It's like, uh, that's the scene you went with for this. That's yeah. that's what builds the tension for you. Is yeah. Well, we've said it in some of the, I, if I could remember the name of that movie right now, but you put 
a line, find out the name of that movie, and we can add in there. What movie? The one that we use for, with the really good. Uh, um, what so, about yeah, the baby from New York? Yeah, but I'm just saying. But I was like, put like a stop in there. So yeah, um, movie, but what? But if this movie had better FX, it could have rivaled this movie we we saw before, and. But yeah, like it was just some. It was just it, it was cheesy. It's cheesy. Yeah, but it was still kind of fun. Uh, no, no, it was you know it's fun. The movie was Night of the Feeder. N- Night of the Feeder. So we we get the shadow yeah version of what's happening because obviously they didn't have the budget for a real pull guy into the speaker. <laughs> Who would have thought they didn't have the budget to pull a guy into the speaker? Who would have thought? But he is. <laughs> Death by stereo. I wonder if that's where the band got it. No, there's so many ways people have died by stereos in movies. But he gets sucked in, and we see the little legs dangling out, and then... Well, it's one foot. But you're right. And you know what? He should have. He's wearing white socks with loafers. Come on now. Yeah. But... but that So he gets rolled in. It's kind of definitely like Videodrome. Kind of has that really cool feel. Like, all I'm saying is I wish that... To me, we've we've had this really kind of really good run with even bad movies where the FX people are like, if they know, they know, you know what I'm saying? They're like, we know these movies are bad and we're going to build our career. You know I feel like there's some effects that were fun. Well, they were fun that they could have because we, we've seen them. And when, which we'll talk about later when Julie. Yeah. So that death happened and yeah. now it's on to night two, apparently. Oh, yeah. Time for the concert. Oh, we did miss one thing before the concerts. They're like handing out free albums in the school parking lot. And like, there's just a fun brawl that breaks out because someone stole one from another guy. And we should get a good body slam over some people. Uh, I'll tell you, though, that was a true that was a true bar, uh, kind of a true brawl in the sense that nobody ever had any weapons back in the 80s. No, they just punched each other over dumb craziness. Now, nobody picked everyone up over their shoulders and just threw them. What? I really had that vision of the 80s. Oh, yeah. Everyone just getting tossed. Yeah, I think Hulk Hogan. <laughs> nobody. All right, so the second show, our boys are our main, or, sorry, the band Black Roses is looking still pretty normal. I mean, they're still leathered out. Yeah, bad mustaches. did add some nice shoulder pads. Oh, he did. Yeah, 80s. With some frill. Yep, and he still kept that cod piece. But we did notice that he kept looking at people and they turned into like, this was bad special effects. It would like poof and they would turn into like zombies almost, but they look like Tar Man from Return of the Living Dead, but with no tar on him. But that's what I'm saying. Like that is where in a couple of those scenes, I get some of the, you know, that one where you got pulled in. It wasn't bad. The guy getting pulled in, you know, big pussy no, getting pulled in. But when you see like a crowd, you're like, okay, you can still, because it basically was like, stop. Poof. Yeah. Right. And you could have had a better like skull. Your guy could have picked somebody better because it was just like they were skulls, like with eyes. And everyone had the same face. Yeah, like you know, changed them. It was kind of like Night of, Night of the Living Dead, but instead of being like a 10 on that, it was like a three. It was like, oh, hey, let's okay, do that, but not do that. It looked like it so much. I feel like the FX department, I don't even know when this came out versus when Night of the Living Dead came or Return of the Living yeah. Dead. That's but it. Turn it down, I wonder if they like just got Tarman's face and were like, all right. <laughs> Probably we have this prop. This is what everyone's going to turn into in the concert. So the concert gets out. This small sleepy town just became a nightmare. 
It did. People oh, are like, man, out there on a, they're outside fighting, beating people. The having, teachers sitting in his house listening to some classical music, and that was the most unrealistic. I'm going to pull myself half a beer, half, and then I'm going to listen to some Brahms. Yeah, I think it was. Brahms. Yeah, you're like, okay, guy. Yeah, I mean, he's a lit teacher. You know, look, a lit teacher would have put on some like I don't know, Janis Joplin or something. <laughs> or white snake, yeah, white snake, or something. You know what I'm saying? The guys like you would have put something on that was more contemporary, except or even th- I would have like if you would have put on like <laughs> the uh, jets and the sharks, I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> so here's hey, a man. crash outside. He goes outside. Someone threw something through his window, and then they stuck on a Black Roses poster on his car because that's you know sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, but then he's like, what is this? And he gets in his car. He doesn't call the police. He doesn't know. I would have been like, uh, I'm calling the cops. I'm going to find out what the hell just happened to my. my I do want to point out we don't see a single cop this whole movie. You know, that is true. And the town is literally in like getting effed up. Like, well, is it getting effed up? Technically, it is because people are out. It was we're talking like two Lambos roll in and nobody's out at night. Yeah. And then to. People beating people up, people actually in the bar. Okay, so if Damon and his little group actually started opening bars at night, okay, I'm going to give him a little pat on the shoulder and go, look, man, you're Satan, good. But you know what? You open the bar. Don't care. Don't care what you're doing. (laughs) These are kids. I don't like kids. So (laughs) as, as Matt's driving to apparently everyone but the police, First, he goes to the mayor's office. Then he goes to Julie's house. Then he goes to. No, I think it was. No, he goes to see. Uh, does it, see, but that's the thing. The whole thing is a, like, no, he goes to the library. Not yet. Not yet. I thought, no, he go to Priscilla first. Yes. So oh. he went to go see the mayor. But on his way there, you see like the teenagers of town just like messing with people or be, getting into fights yeah. and being hooligans because of me- rock and roll <laughs> metal. But he gets to. We finally meet fucking Priscilla. Oof. So he gets to the mayor's house. We've heard this rumor that him and Priscilla used to be a thing. Man, Priscilla, they were they were doing it. They were yeah, doing things. They were doing Priscilla things. is just a bitch. Well, maybe Matt ain't motivated enough. Okay, you're taking Priscilla's side here. <laughs> hey, Priscilla's look. like, you're teaching children. You have no motivation in life. You don't know what you're doing. You're dumb. He's in a small town for fuck's sake. Yeah. He's a teacher. He's teaching poetry. But to- <laughs> teaching is a noble cause. Is it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I hope all the teachers that listen to this are ready to battle Brian. <laughs> hey, look, I was going to be a teacher at one time. And I saw what was happening. <laughs> so I was like, they say a job for me. So at, he, he tries to ask Priscilla. He's like, I need to talk to your dad, the mayor. Okay. She was a bitch on that part. And like, that's when she was going off. And he's like, he's like shut up, Priscilla. You're a pervert, Matt. Yeah. And <laughs> oh yeah. Cause everyone thinks that Matt's actually boinking, you know, Ju- Julie, Johnny, what Julie's Julie, Julie. Johnny, <laughs> he's boinking Johnny. You know what? That would have been a very progressive 88. I film. know him and Johnny. They're the same age. They are <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you, you know what? That would be a really good remake. Yeah. Bullet, right. Oh, that'd be right. Okay. That'd be great. So Matt leaves it's in the works. And then the mayor's from upstairs. Like who's at the door. Mm. I'm sorry. This whole conversation took 10 minutes. And yeah. you just now we're coming to see who's at the door. Well, he was 
Yeah, the guy literally was probably 40 and he looked like he was 80. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. The uh <laughs> but the shut up Priscilla thing stuck with me because almost every scene with Priscilla, I wanted to tell her to shut up. Yeah, she was pretty, yeah, because she really liked Matt a lot. That you could tell she was just being very defensive. And he just was like, you, all you're thinking about is money and blah, 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 and success. Yeah. So cut to what's going on at Johnny's house. Well, Johnny, he walks it. He comes in and he's man after the concert. He had to pull off his clothes and he's looking at the ceiling. His dad asks, how was the concert? But Johnny's like, I'm not going to talk to my dad who doesn't pay attention to me, even though he just paid attention to me. And gave, he really cared what I thought about a concert. So he goes to his room. And by the way, me, oh. I'm proud of myself because on the wall in Johnny's room <laughs> is a slumber party masker poster, but he never turns on the light. But I can still tell, even in the dark room, that that is a slumber party masker poster. And I'll tell you, that is the difference between him and I. Because the woman with her big crazy hair. I think it was the guitarist. It, the it was. Yeah, it was. She came in through the window. I'm just thinking they need more light on in this Very room. Salem's lot. Yeah, but he's she, thinking. <laughs> she wasn't floating though and scratching yeah but she just like came in i tell you boom, that would be pretty window. awesome though like but, let me in so they get down wiki 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 but it's funny so they get in and he's like yeah after a, uh, a moment of love make or whatever hate, hate making satan making whatever <laughs> i'm not sure what the but then he gets up he's like he like a zombie and not yet because it oh. keeps cutting back between two things that are happening oh. we cut to the other girl who gets home with oh, her friends my oh and my she's like dad where's mom oh she's out of the bridge party let's play what was it strip no they go let's play gin yes and then and the, the daughter goes upstairs thank god so it's not like any nastiness oh no no but then his daughter's like hey i'm gonna leave you alone with my evil Tina. Tina. With my evil Tina. Well, yeah, because obviously it was going to happen. And then Tina's like, hey, let's please strip gin. So they're getting down. They're playing some gin. And she gives the dad a heart attack by getting naked on top of Literally, him. Okay, the guy is old, by the way. Like, in a, I mean, he's not old, but he's like 60. And he must have, you know, you know, the guy eats bacon and sausage and just eats meat all the time. And his heart was probably like, this is coming from the vegetarian over here. I know, right? (laughs) I know the 80s people. And his heart was like, don't do it. And then she just took her shirt off and sat in his lap. I tell you right now, he was like, thank you. (laughs) And that was it. So Tina kills him. Tina's going to kill her body, apparently. I know, but that was the lightest death because he didn't really do anything. He just died. Yeah. And if she didn't have to do anything, I'm just saying if there is an afterlife, he doesn't have much like gray because he basically was like, I want to, but I'm dead. He never got a chance. I'm not going to cheat on my wife. I'm just going to die of a heart attack of this teenager on my lap. You got to do what you got to do, people. So then we cut back and I wrote, Johnny's got a gun. <laughs> so Johnny, oh, that's okay. Johnny gets up from uh, making Whoopi with a demon and he's like, I'm going to take this gun and kill my, my dad that doesn't pay attention to me. But he loves me. Hey, yeah. Hey, Johnny, I love you. He's like, Johnny, are you feeling okay? Johnny lifts the gun. Shoots his dad in the head twice. Yeah, maybe even more. I, I feel like there was, know, yeah. but blood kept splattering on the, one of those really creepy, Cheesy. like uh, 
precious it, moment almost like pictures well, on the wall well those are the pictures that you get in the frames uh, do they never change it <laughs> they don't you know as the kids were afraid. so yeah people are dying left and right heart attacks gun gunshots yeah and i'll tell you one of the heinous ones are we on the heinous one yet i thought was the most not the, yet the, the cruelest yet okay so it, then we're to the next day oh yeah the next day it was like oh my, oh yeah that was like <gasps> hey 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 matt uh yeah Priscilla's dead. I mean, it was. Oh, like, not yet. Oh, shit. We ain't there yet. Okay. So they're in the classroom. Favorite, <laughs> my favorite is the classroom starts chanting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so this teacher's like, fuck this. And he leaves. Which I can agree 100%. I don't know. If a class was ch- chanting Damien at me, I'd be like, all right, what's going on? This is cool. Yeah, he, look, look, many of us saw Omen Omen. Yeah, so we know what Damon's about. Yes, yes. But if I'm trying to get a class and these kids are just like, Damon, shut me up. I'm like, you know what? Why am I even here? <laughs> hey, hate these kids. What was the other girl besides Julie? We talked about it. Oh, Jamie. It was Janie. Janie goes to therapy at the school. Oh, yeah. She didn't <laughs> this was funny because the therapist kept like, Turning <laughs> chair yeah. and like opening a book to give her answers. About- you know what I think? I think you need to, as he looks over his shoulder, opens the book. You need to think and open up more about things. And then turn back. And turn back. <laughs> yes. And then she'd be like, oh yeah, I think so too. And he's like, I think you should try screaming. She goes, I want to scream. He goes, that's a good, over his shoulder. That's a good idea. So basically we find out that therapy is out the window. Literally, because he gets thrown out the <laughs> <Yeah>. window. <laughs> hey, good stuff. Again, another scene where it doesn't seem to affect the people around him because nobody the yeah. falls into the truck of the the groundskeeper. He's he like, like huh. "Oh, I guess I don't have to clean that up. It's just in the truck. Cool." Yeah, but you know what? He probably was some like convict, and he's like, "Oh no, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get blamed for this. <laughs> I'm not gonna get blamed for this. I'm not gonna." Oh, uh, so now we're on to. Concert night three. So Damien is uh, transforming, kind of. He's got white eyes now. He's looking white eyes. It's looking a little more demonic. Let me try this. uh... And then we get like an extensive 10 minute boob scene of only just like no head. Hold the thought. Oh, that's really good uh, whiskey. Oh, just straight? Just straight. It's really good. So, yeah, we get like a boob scene. That's way too long because there's no point to it. It's just her rubbing her boobs and nipples, looking at a picture of Damien in the mirror. But you know, it is totally, but it's weird. You know, it is totally a, a body, body double. double. Well, you don't even know who it is at first because it doesn't say yeah. it until after this extended boob <laughs> molestation part. Hey, she, stepfather. She walks out of the room. <laughs> And her dad's on the couch and she's like, I'm going to give you a massage. And her dad's like, oh, shit, I've been waiting for this and being creepy about this my whole life. Hey, man, I'm on Pornhub. I've been on Pornhub, even though the inner doesn't even exist. You look amazing, baby. You know how to make me feel great. (laughs) So it's the only death that's completely justified because this guy's a fucking monster. But here's the thing, though. Exactly. I was thinking, man. Julie just beat him with an ashtray. I was like, well, that's pretty, you know, that was the most like, that's pretty tame. He deserved it. Pretty tame death. And then she like literally was like, you know what? I know you're looking at me. I am going to make the next scene brutal. 
Oh, I, yeah. Well, I think it's brutal. Is this? So then they cut the scene to Priscilla. Priscilla. She gets out. You know, the, she she's just been like, "Hey, four, four. Well, you know, yeah. There's a lot tennis. of tennis in this game. Yeah, you're right, like movie. tennis. And then she opens the trump, puts it in, whatever. And she's you're thinking, okay. And I thought the director was going to do something like, let's do some shock. Somebody's behind her, and she gets obviously in the car. And that's what just the mirror, just a mirror, and there's Julie. And then I'm telling you, Julie just takes her head, pulls it back, and takes a knife and just cuts it. Like we're like she is cutting a piece of beef. I'm like, it's not like a straight slit. Yeah, it's like a scratcher, scratcher, scratcher. And I was just thinking to myself, that was literally the most heinous death of this because every it was like a demon. You push somebody out a window uh you shot somebody and you're kind of devoid a little bit but this was very up and close like see but i'm telling you julie has feelings for matt yeah and she really wanted to cut other to the, women out of her life yeah, you want to cut to the cut to the chase is that what you doing? so matt gets a call from the mayor and this is the part where like the mayor has like no feelings about his daughter dying. i think he's, he's like, dead he's dead inside Oh yeah, maybe. But he's like <laughs> too much drugs. He's like he's someone killed Priscilla, or something happened to Priscilla it was an accident. Her car caught on fire. So that means Julie not only cut this girl's head off, basically he burned her. Yeah, she lit the but car the on fire. The father was like, he just like he was like he must be an ambient. Yeah, maybe even ambient didn't exist then. He's like, I'm on pre-ambient. It's like, yo, she's <laughs> dead. I'll talk to you later. And then he just like stares. I mean, he could be in shock. So then Matt gets a knock on the door. Who's visiting Matt? Boom, 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 boom. That's Julie. <laughs> so Julie comes in and Julie's like, yo, I got a present for you. It's myself. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And she like starts getting all wee, wee, wee. And Oh, yeah. So I wanted to think Matt was a good guy. But Julie goes in for the kiss. And Matt takes it at first. Oh, yeah, he, he does. does push her away. But like, you do not take that kiss. That is an underage child. You don't let that kiss get Look, near you. You need to shut this shit down. You need to. You need to. But Matt doesn't. And I'm you like, know why? Because she was, you know what? She was a senior and she was 18. Means... And none, none of that matters. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's, it's just like, I mean, he still stopped her. And, he did. He put her away. But the, 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 the length of time it took, I was like, Matt. And then she's like, she pulls her business down and her shirt. And you're like, oh, I think that's, wait. <laughs> Here's the thing that I thought was interesting. <laughs> Either it was her chest or it was, they got another body double. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was like, wait, that's not, what? That's not the her chest, whatever. And, but then she starts, he's like, hey, man. Hey, baby, you okay? He didn't say baby. No, no, first. So he like goes at him. And then like like goes, sexual, oh. and she starts to go down, down on him, and he slaps her. He's like, "No, Julie, look, bad dog." Yes, <laughs> see, Matt is not a hero here. He is not. Look, she's eighteen. We don't know that. Trust me, as an actress, she's like twenty-five. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about it, but <laughs> so I am. So she's on the ground crying, and he's like, "I'm so sorry." And that's when we get the. Very 80s transformation. You know what they stole that from? What? They stole that from Fright Night. Her arm starts yeah. transforming into a demon arm. Her teeth have become like barracuda teeth. 
Yeah. Or I don't know what. How but do you? But then she started it? transforming, and she still had these really great boobs. And you're like, you know what? I'd do that. No, demon. no, no, no. Brian was like, you <laughs> yeah, know what? I, I would that demon. <laughs> I, I, I want the listeners to know right now. I looked at that demon and did not find anything sexually attractive about it. But she had big tits. I'd be like, I'd fuck that demon. Oh my god, it's a demon, man! <laughs> I just was the only thing I would do. Is the put, face looked like Baraka from yeah. Street Fighter. Well, you or just Tekken. Like, you know what? You know the old saying. No, just put her Mortal face. Mortal Combat. I'm yeah, sorry, just, all you gotta do is take. Just do not look. Make put a put a, a butter face. Put a bag no, on. No, 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 no. You wouldn't have to do that because that's wrong. All you do is put a pillow in her mouth so she doesn't bite you. Her mouth was giant. That's what I'm saying. A pillow because you don't want her to bite you, and then you're like, "Hey, baby, look, I know you're a demon." I know you're a demon. It's if okay. you ever die by a demon, I'll know it, you had sex with it before you died. Yeah. <laughs> Male or female, <laughs> you had sex with a demon. Yes, sir, Bob. Oh, yes, Jesus. Sir. So, and you, what does he do? He just said you died by a demon. He just said, oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Brian, <laughs> fuck that demon. Ooh, boy. He died with a smile on his face. <laughs> so the demon's coming at <laughs> the demon's coming at Matt in the kitchen. He's using like everything he can find, a stool, and he starts stabbing Julie Demon. Julie Demon. Which Julie's later in the movie. So yeah, apparently just so, wasn't the real Julie Demon. So he would have just fucked the demon. So you know what? Hey. That demon was clearly 5,000 years old. That age oh, yeah. difference is fine, Matt. Fuck yeah. And experience. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're not winning this over. No one's fucking the demon. <laughs> uh, man. What a uh, Julie's transformation. Matt just punched that. Oh, so Matt's like, all right, it's night four. I just got molested by a demon and had to stab it to death oh. in my kitchen. I'm going to go and fight these guys. And he goes to a gas station. I thought he bought dynamite. Also, the gas was how much? Oh, my God. It was like fucking 98 cents in 1988. That was, that's, that's just You can un- fill your car up with $10. That's more unbelievable than the demons. I want you to think about that, You know what? That was not, it was not magic. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he picked up dynamite at the gas station, which was like, he just bought fucking dynamite for a gas station. But it was like road flares. Road flares. We find that out. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go into this club. Actually, it's a school still. I don't know why the school is still sponsoring four nights of this black. I think everybody's just running. Everybody's dying. The teacher's like, you know what? I hate these kids anyway. No, he loves them. He's a hero. Oh, Matt does. But all the teachers are like, I hate these kids. Yeah. So he goes in. (laughs) Aren't you glad I didn't become a teacher? (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's like not even a concert anymore. Everyone's like worshiping Damien on the stage and they're all focused on him and he's like giving him what they're going to do next, like speaking. Hey, yeah. It's kind of like when Black Flag start, started doing like spoken word poetry or what's his name? Henry Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> but do you just like him, David Henry Rollins? No. <laughs> I like Henry no. Rollins. Anyways, so Matt's like, I'm going to be Danzig, super... Danzig, maybe. Danzig would be your guy. I'm going to be super sneaky and I'm going to go up to the stage, pour gasoline oh, on yeah. it. <laughs> What's one thing you shouldn't do if you're going to be sneaky? Well, here's what you do. You know what I'm going to do? You know, I'm going to go into my closet. <laughs> hey, look, I have a bright yet orange vest. I'm going to wear that. Oh, look at that. Oh, do I have a black shirt? Oh, no. oh, I do. But you know what? I got this checkered flannel that I'm going to wear, too. So this Marty McFly looking <laughs> motherfucker goes up. 
and awesome. starts pouring gasoline. But he's like trying to be sneaky, but he's in a completely open space in a hey, very lit area. I know, and like- just like splashing, looking at people, splashing, looking at people. And finally, like Damien looks over, he's like, and everyone looks over. Oh, at right. Him. Yeah. So about like, <laughs> oh, it's awesome. So the kids grab Matt's. And Damien does his full transformation. Damien okay. is the cutest demon in the world. He is, but so Damien, you know, here's the deal, though. Damien looks, he goes, look at me. He pulls it off his balls. And I got to be honest with you, people, that is bigotry, and I don't appreciate it. Listen. Oh, he started living, ha, 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 I'm evil. Because he's bald? No. It's too bald, no. man. We don't appreciate it. I don't being- appreciate it. You have to be bald to be a demon. Yeah, I think you have to have hair to be a demon. But he did. I'll tell you, he transformed into a demon with like eight giant teeth. And he had like the cutest face. I know. And literally he would have ate my arm. He would have gummed my arm. I've been like, uh, you know, you're going to have to move my arm around in your mouth like eight times to even (laughs) get anything going on. So Matt's being held back by these students. But then he like looks around and the students are now demon looking kids. And like. Everyone starts chanting fight. So instead of like the demon being like, I'm going to use hell powers to murder this man. They like have a street fight on the stage. It's just like brawling. I'm going to use fisticuffs. We're just going to punch each other. I back know. And, and then forth. all of a sudden the music comes in. Oh, it's sorry. The, the, <laughs> that last fight is Come here. not the, not the most intense fight in the movie. Well, I'll tell you, that just tells you the demons are very gentle. They just like to fight. They'll never do. They, they, all they do is tempt you. He's got you, giant claws. He doesn't scratch. He just <laughs> fists, balls up his fist and punches Matt. He's like, hey, he's got five teeth, eight teeth. I don't know. They were pretty ridiculous. So Matt but, somehow gets oh, a flare. What? But Julie in the oh, background. Yeah, there. But somehow her goodness, her. Some goodness in her heart. I don't know. Not yet. Well, no, but she, no, because she's in the back. And the minute he turns into a demon, she's like, oh, my Lord, I think I have been fucking a demon. Oh, my God. Just because you would doesn't mean everyone else would fucking demon. Look, she did. I'm telling you. The look at her face was like, oh, oh I made a mistake. Yes. I need plan B. <laughs> <laughs> so he lights the flare. And he throws it on the stage and the whole place engulfs. Or oh, not- when they woke up. Yeah, well, the weirdest part about this scene is there's a small fire on the stage, or a medium-sized fire. It's not actually touching any of the band members. The kids all scream and start running out. But Damien, as the demon, is just, like, kind of dancing there around it, excited. Well, he was like, ah, ah. Is he- I mean, he's a demon. Why isn't fire... I know. Well, I don't know if it was hurting him. He was kind of just grooving to it. He was like going like a, oh yeah, well, he fire. Was, but he was screaming though in it. He looks like a Animal Crossing character just dancing back and forth. That's true, but he was actually, I, but it was hurting him. But I was like, wait, you're a demon. So the kids all run out. This is Dante Inferno. <laughs> because he was on fire and his name was Dante. Oh, wait, his name was Damon. Dante. It was Damien. No, Damien but Inferno. Inferno has 12 ro- and there is fire, but some is also like smog and one is like ice nerd <laughs> so all the kids run out the mayor's like oh you were right man <laughs> who would have thought you were right man but i'll tell you what i've done i'm matt i just fucked a demon i've been like oh i can't let any of these motherfuckers you 
did not. Matt did not fuck the demon, man. I've been saying. <laughs> if I was bad, I already fucked the demon. I was like, I can't let everybody know what I just did. <laughs> and all these kids running out. And I, would I save Julie? Hell yeah, I would. Because she was all like, oh my God, she's normal now. Ooh, yeah, baby. That's still a student. I would have chained that door. I mean, like, they're all demons. Yeah, so we... That's we, what I would have done. We come to believe that Black Rose is burned up inside the school. That was the idea. But then we cut to what the hell's going on is oh my Matt God. living with the mayor? They look like two's company. They're like they're like putting out <laughs> TV trade dinners and like living together. I mean, good on them. Maybe they good. just fell in love. They maybe maybe that's or, the love story we needed was Matt and the mayor. Well, a true horror would Matt just locks out them kids and the t- <laughs> and that school. didn't happen. This but, doesn't carry. I know, but that would have been the real story here because he knew that it would have been a great psychosis. Like Matt just had a psychosis. None of these were demons. He just lost his mind, literally listening to Brahms, drinking too much. That liquor, would have been a cool ending, right? Drinking too much liquor or beer, and and, and everything the Black Roses did was actually just all in Matt's head. It was all in his head, and he just in in reading too much Walt Whitman and uh, Emerson, and he would have been like, "I lost my damn mind." That I what killed about, all the demons. Yeah, no demons. Like, and then you see him in a, and you know, obviously in a straight jacket. But that's not what happens. You know, he gets out. He's you know, the kids come out like, "What happened to my father? What happened to my mother?" And then Tony comes out. My arms on fire. My arms. I'm like, look, dude. Even I'm gonna tell you this right now. You know what I learned when I was 18? You uh, stop, you drop, and roll. And I learned ever. That's what we were taught. I learned you can only prevent, only you can prevent forest fires from yourself. Yes, if you're caught on fire, don't go in the woods with your arms on fire. But if your arms on fire in your house, you're kind of anyway. Yeah, but it was so useless. We need to have. It was like he had one moment, guys. Like you know what we need to have? A guy running out of there with his arm. (laughs) That's what we're missing. We're missing an arm fire. So Matt and the mayor are watching the TV to end this movie, and they're like, the, the band Stone Roses has sold out five nights at Madison Square Garden in New York, so the band is not dead. They're making it. Yeah, I know. They're going to burn Isn't out. that the dream? It is. And also, if the Celtics are there, that is not a bad idea. What? <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, so check out Stone Roses next time yeah. they're in town. I, yeah, four, yes. four, four or five night show. It's a good time. I would. I would. I, I'd see them. You you probably would because you want to have sex with demons, apparently. Uh, well, why not? I don't believe in demons or any kind of thing, but I like the idea of some sort of insanity like that. Is you know, but I love that you're right. I'll tell you this was a great uh this was definitely a really great um addition to our uh to our bourbon and blood. Told you it was a good movie. It was. I mean, it wasn't a good movie, but it was a good movie. No, but you know, it's one of those movies you're like, you know, we could watch again. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. But what I, you know, what I really loved about it was once again, like, yes, I wish the FX were a little better, but you know, but like we watch, you know, the, what the, the kid, the breeder, it's like that one, the move the story was crap, but the FX was awesome. I mean, so, this yeah. story was also kind of yeah, crap, but I also too. loved it. No, it was awesome, though. It's a great addition. I enjoyed it immensely. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. Thank you very much, Make everybody. Sure you go check out Stone Roses Live next time they're in tour. That's true. And check iTunes for any kind of Lizzie Borden-type music. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye.